Hello, everybody. Welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome back to our match reaction show. It's uh, finished. Bayer Leverkusen nil, Borussia Dortmund 2. I mean, uh, so the match, Bayer Leverkusen start well in each half, but then slowly Dortmund took over and, and, and then they won that and, and won that game just thanks to, uh, uh, you know, probably probably a tactical uh, b a battle that was won by Edith Dursic. I think he got his tactics spot on. He got his ideas across very well. Um, it just looked like Bayer Leverkusen. They've been on a good run, by the way, five match uh, uh, winning streak that they had. So it just felt like they lacked a little bit of that quality and maybe a little bit of luck as well that you need in these sort of games. It 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 just was something missing. Um, I mean, Gregor Kobel had a fantastic game. I know the headlines would be Adeyemi, Ale, Bellingham, but I thought Kobel was really fantastic. He made a couple of very, very good saves right at the start of, of, of the game, you know, to keep uh, Dortmund in it. And after that, once they went up 2-0, he, he pulled off some good saves in the second half as well. For me, Kobel was the man of the match. Um, as you can probably see in the caption, he, he is the, the man of the match for him because he just the saves that he pulled off are very good. And uh, you need to be in it to win it. And I think if he hadn't if he hadn't made those saves, um, or, or you know, if the if they, if Todd would, if Leverkusen had scored early, it could have been a very, very different game. I think that I think that that's very important. The two goals, though, I think Leverkusen will, will be very, very disappointed because both of them came from from them giving the ball away. Now you could say uh, you know, Dortmund's pressing was very really good, their counter press was very, really, very really good, and it is, but you expect um, teams to be prepared for that, and you expect a team like Leverkusen, who are trying to get into the European places, to be wary of that, to be understand, to be you know aware of that, and to make sure that they they have an eye, they have an answer for that. They don't do that kind of mistake. Um, to do it once is 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 uh, is something that happens. To do it twice is is probably unforgivable. I think and Alonso will need to look at that very very closely. But Xavi Alonso has become a manager now, hasn't he? Um, but anyway, um, the first goal uh, was again. Uh, I don't know what Andrich is thinking about that. He just loses the ball. It comes out of Wolf. Wolf um very quickly uh, you know he passes it on to uh, sorry about that. Uh, he passes that on to uh, uh, Bellingham. It's a great one to between Bellingham and Brand. I thought Brand Bellingham had a really good game. He didn't he didn't have an assist. He didn't score a goal, but he had a really good game. He was pretty much the focal point in that midfield. Um, for 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 Dortmund, I want to play his, and we'll talk about him more. It was a great one too, and then Brand puts in a good cross, and then Halle does very well to dummy it. He realizes that he's probably not the best person, so he leaves it, and it comes out to Adeyemi, and Adeyemi has his first Bundesliga goal for Dortmund. It's a fantastic finish. And um, it's one nil, and it's not. I mean, you know, it's a, it was not against on a play, but he felt that Leverkusen probably would have been disappointed because he dominated the opening exchanges, didn't get the goal, and then Leverkusen possibly with uh, one of the earliest chances they just scored a goal, and uh, that's good finishing. And it's it's one nil, and then again second half, same thing. Leverkusen come out quickly out of the blocks, probably got a couple of half chances they could have made more of, and then Dortmund break, and then they score again. Again, lose the ball, it goes out to throw it. It's a beautiful sweeping pass by there from Bellingham, and. <laughs> That goal, I think, encapsulates what Bellingham is as a player. I think that's a nice little sweeping, making pass, but he doesn't stop and admire. He keeps running, running, running into the box. That's a great cross, cross from Wolf. Um, and it, it, it Tapsoba kind of gets between Bellingham and Haller, and he doesn't know what he's got to do. It's very difficult in those situations because you, you you're trying to mark one player, but then you got you kind of then realize, oh, well, I've got to mark two now. Um, and I don't think he was expecting the ball to come to him. I think he was expecting that maybe Bellingham would get something on him. It, it, it comes to him. He can't really adjust his speed in time. It's an own goal. It's sad. It's unfortunate. But the reality is that, you know, these things happen. And it's uh, it's 2-0. And um, you just thought after that, Dortmund were just kind of in game management mode. There were still a couple of chances that maybe Leverkusen could have made more of. I thought Musa Diaby had more than enough chances to get a goal for himself. Asmun as well had the chance. So there were opportunities for Leverkusen. 
the fact that they weren't able to be clinical enough to finish them. And maybe it's because Wurtz is, is coming back from injury. I mean, Hosek has you know, not played a lot, as well as Moon is just also coming back from injury. So there, there are players there that are kind of feeling their way back into match with them. But um, you you have to give credit to Dortmund's defense as well, I think, especially after the saves that Kobel made. I think the defense kind of also did their job a little bit towards the end of the game when they were a little bit under pressure. They made sure that they stayed strong, they stayed compact, um, and they saw the game out. I think what will please Thursday more than the two goals is the fact that they kept a clean sheet. Dortmund are known for 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 having uh, for being flaky defensively. Um, so every time they keep a clean sheet, that's a good thing for them to build on. So Tessic will be happy with that. They didn't concede a silly goal towards the end or anything like that. They didn't put themselves under pressure. They saw that game out and got the result. Um, which brings me to talk about, well, first of all, I mean, Sebastian Allaire, what a, what a fantastic story uh, and what a fantastic story to see him coming back in the, in, into the field. It really, you know, had to have battled with cancer and he's overcome that. Now he's back on the pitch. He's playing quite well as well. He played quite well today as well. It's going to take him a bit of time to get back up to rhythm, but he had a good, he had another good game today and it's really good to see him, really heartening to see him back on the field and wish him all the very best and hope he has a great season um, and a great career. So this is this amazing and inspiring story. Um, and then we got to talk about Jude Bellingham, don't we? Jude Bellingham. Uh, I, you know, again, today he's, I think this is kind of like his normal level of performances now. He's, he's become that sort of player that you expect a seven out of 10 every game. And, and, and I've always said this it's not about who can put in, you know, a 10 out of 10, a nine out of 10. The great players, the really great players, are those who for whom an average game is a seven out of 10 game. That's that's great players. Like for most For most players, uh, you know, they probably have six, six and a half. For a great player, it's seven, seven and a half out of ten. That's their average game. And that's what you want to see Bellingham do. Um, he is a complete, he is a, a very complete midfield. I mean, he's pretty good in the tackle, he's pretty good defending. Um, you know, he's he's very good, obviously, with the passing, and then he's he's a box-to-box midfielder, like he's very influential in the final third as well. So he's a very complete midfielder. And I'm sure he's gonna leave Dortmund this summer. I don't think I don't think he will stay past this summer, which would be a big loss for Dortmund. I'm sure they'll find somebody else to replace him with. But um, I've said if he wants to make money, he can go to the Premier League, and the Premier League is where the money is. And and I'm sure that the club, lots of there, lots of I'm not, I'm not sure that we know there's also uh, clubs that are going to be interested in him: Manchester City, Manchester United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, probably. You know, all these clubs are going to be. Well, maybe not Arsenal that much, but definitely the first four. They'll definitely be interested in Newcastle might want him as well if they get in the Champions League. So there's going to be lots of clubs interested in him. So if he wants money, Premier League is where he's got to go. But if he wants to build a legacy, if he wants to be seen as one of the truly, truly great players, I think I think I think Real Madrid is 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 where he needs to go. I don't know if Real Madrid is interested in him. I'm sure they are there will be interest. I'm not sure how how great that interest is going to be. But if you know that that that's where you gotta go if you really want. I mean, and I would like to see him go to Real Madrid because it's been a while since an English player played at at Madrid. And the fact is that you don't see a lot of English players playing abroad. Yeah, and and this needs it needs to be more for England to be to be competitive again at the international stage, which they are getting there. Um, they need more players to be playing abroad, and that's why I feel like Bellingham, Kane, these guys need to go abroad rather than trying and staying um at home. I know money is important as well. Obviously, it's something that's 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 something we talk about all the time. But uh, definitely something there. But anyway, uh, that's just this conversation for another day. But for a fantastic player, Bellingham is a more fantastic player. Kobel is. I'm now on commentary. They're saying that he commented this, and the Biden fella had high praise for him as well. And not, 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 not flattering at all. I thought he had a very good game. 
as I said, Kobel's my man of the match, and I, and I liked him. And hopefully, he can give that stability and goal that I think uh, Dortmund have been lock, lacking for a really long time. They need they need a stable goalkeeper. I mean, people sometimes underestimate what what the goalkeeper can do uh, for a side. And I think having a great having a good goalkeeper, a great goalkeeper makes a big difference uh, that people don't often realize. So, oh, oh, Kobel can become that player. Anyway, let me know what you thought about the game. Of course, share your thoughts. It's, it's been a while since you've done a Bundesliga game uh, review, so it's good to to watch that. I don't get a chance often, so it's great to do that. And let me know. If if you liked it just smash like if you enjoyed this video um and share your thoughts and comments of course and please do subscribe to our channel on youtube follow us on facebook instagram twitter we appreciate your support we want to keep doing this um and all of these things really help us in continuing this uh, channel so thank you so much for watching we'll see you again soon Bye bye